Welcome, everybody. We're up to share number 570. Okay, I'd like to start talking today, Bezrus Hashem, about the um, inyanim, which apply a, a lot, basically every house, every Shabbos, and that is the inyanim of using napkins, wet napkins, damp napkins, um, pre-cut paper towels, might be a wet tissue sometimes, uh, the famous Shiloh with the baby wipes, could one use baby wipes, and all these various different type of questions. Also including in that is the inyanim of a towel. For example, if there's a spill on the floor, could one wipe up the spill? Um, if it's very wet, is there a problem? If it's a wet towel? So we want to start to talk about all these various different inyanim, which obviously come up on a weekly basis. Just to give a couple more examples, you have many times people ask, something spilled on the counter. Could I now go take the two pieces of pre-cut paper towel and wipe it up? Something spilled on the floor. Could I take the towel and wipe it up? All these various um, different shilas. The shilas, if it's very wet, if it's water, if it's juices, how do we go about it? Okay, so now what we want to try and establish before... We actually talk about the the shilism themselves and what the inyanim are with um, begadim, with uh, you know, with towels. When we talk about schitas begadim, the inyanim we'll be talking about now is the part of the shulchan aruch. I just want to explain the shulchan aruch in uh, the halachas of dosh, the malach of dosh, which is what we've been learning about in simon shin chaf, is split up into three sections. The first section is what we covered in the beginning of the malacha of dosh and that is schitas peres. We spoke all about squeezing of the fruits. We spoke about the second section, the, section, the second section in um, Shinchaf, the Malacha of Dash, was melting ice, risuk, and all those various different shilas also we spoke about in general. And the last part of the halachas of Dash, and again in Simen Shinchaf, is schitas Begadim, the squeezing out of garments, but not so much. We're not going to be stressing so much the garment part, but when we say garments in general, we're going to be talking about, um, you know, regular material towels and paper, paper towels, baby wipes, all that type of stuff. Even though we say the words chitas begadim, which actually means squeezing out one's garments. Okay, so now there is a preface to all this. There's actually an introduction to all these shilas, which I just mentioned. Um, which is not actually part of Dosh per se, Schitas um, Begodim per se, but it's a concept in Hilchas Shabbos, and it's something which is extremely important and applies to many, many different halachas in Shabbos, many, many various different halachas in Shabbos, and many different um, areas of Shabbos per se. We, we're going to look at this concept and see how it works even before and see what took place in the action that was done even before saying if the thing that was done should be done or should not be done. Okay, so what are we talking about? The Indian we have to talk about is called Psik Reisha. The Lushan of Psik Reisha is basically like this. Just to read the Lushan from Rab Shimon Ayres, Echazadik Levrach's Sefer on Psikresha, he explains like this. If a person intended, the word before we start, the word Psikresha actually means the cutting off of the head, which is the actual case in the Gemara. But we're going to get down to sort of the real definition, not the real definition, but the definition which would apply a little bit more to our inyonim of squeezing paper towels, using paper towels and, and, and towels in general and napkins and so on. Okay, so a Psikresha 
Moshe is a person, if a person intended to do an action, which is in itself a permissible act, the action that they're doing is allowed to be done on Shabbos. But it will inadver- in, in, inevitably, inevitably result in a malacha that if by doing the permissible act, he will definitely be doing a malacha, even though the person had not intended to do that malacha, and, and the person does not have a mind for that malacha. That's, that was not his intention, but inevitably, inevitably by the action that he's doing now, which is allowed, that malacha will take place. So such an action tells us the Gemara is usher to do on Shabbos, even though it's allowed to be done. Now we'll explain. We're going to give examples, of course, and we're going to go through it. Now, just to go further, again, in our explanation as to what Psikresha is, and then I want to explain why we have to understand what Psikresha is all about before we actually get to the various different shilas in squeezing paper, using paper towels and so on, and towels and the like. So he explains further, does Rav Shemunayda, that the term for this, for the, the, ter- the term Psikresha, which is contracted from the expression, it's really the expression of Psikresha, which actually means cut off its head but let it not die. In other words, a person needs a head, let's say, of an animal, but it shouldn't die. I just need the head. What do you want me to do? But what we all understand that the animal is still going to die. Well, obviously, one is not allowed to kill, not supposed to kill an animal on Shabbos. It's one of the Lamites Malachas of Shaykhid. So he explains Fighter in the same manner as it is impossible to cut off the head of a living creature and it would not die. There's no way to get that head without killing the animal. The two are inseparable. So similarly, in other words, it goes hand in hand. Taking off the animal's head automatically kills the animal. So maybe taking off the head is not a problem, but killing the animal is a problem. So therefore, so similarly, it is impossible to do the permissible act without doing a malacha. Even doing the permissible act would be prohibited. In other words, even though I will tell you possibly, again, maybe, you could take the head, but you can't kill the animal. We know it's not going to happen, so therefore you can't take the head either. You can't do the permissible act either in this case. Okay, now, we're going to go through some various examples because it's extremely, extremely important that we have an understanding as to what it's about. But I want to explain how it's in conjunction with our Shilas that we'll be talking about. And Bezrit Hashem, as we go through each Shila, we'll try and see how this Psikresha concept actually applies. So, for example, I have a spill on the floor, and there's a small amount of water. Now, I might take a thick towel on Shabbos and wipe up the spill. It's a small spill. So, by me wiping up the small spill, is there any chance, or is there a good chance, at least, that the towel might be squeezed out? No. I absorb the water from the, from the floor. It's a little bit of water, and that's all. I mean, I'd have to squeeze the towel very hard to get out some water. So that would something that would not be a psikresha. Now, if I have a very large spill on the floor, a, a lot of water spilled on the floor, a lot of juice, whatever it is, we'll talk. We'll try and make the distinction between water and juice, which there's a lot to talk about. But I have a lot of water spilled on the floor, and now I'll take a small towel, maybe a thin towel or a smaller towel, and wipe up the spill. Oh, now there's a very good chance that as I'm wiping up the spill. 
I might be applying a little bit of pressure, but I'm applying a little bit of pressure to wipe up the spill. I have no intention at all to squeeze out the towel, but in doing so, one might be automatically, or, or actually automatically is not really the right word, but inevitably, inadvertently, squeezing out the towel because it's just so wet, you can't help it. You, you, your intention is purely to clean up the spill, but there's no way to get out of not squeezing the towel because it's a small, stout, a small towel with a big spill. Now, We'll try and go Bez with Hashem next year through more um, examples, but we have to have the understanding that when one does in Shabbos, it's very important to understand that when one does malacha, we need something called malaches machsheves. I do a malacha, I have a mind to do the, this malacha, the person has a mind to do the malacha, and only then is the person chayiv, depending if there's adim, witnesses, whatever. Okay, we're not going to get into the whole deal. They're chayiv either way, but if there's a, there's a pen, punishment by bezin or so on. But the bottom line is, be it as it may, the kavana has to be that the kavana is part part in, in parcel as part of the doing the malacha on Shabbos in order for one to have uh, the full chiyav on one's hands. But what's happening over here basically is by the person doing the act that's actually allowed to be done, this um, prohibited act of squeezing, for example, or taking the head of the chicken or whatever the case is, is... Um, is or the killing of the chicken, actually, when the, the, taking the head would be okay, for example. But the bottom line is that action is okay. But by doing that, since in, inevitably it's going to come out the action that is prohibited, it becomes like sort of like an automatic kavana on that person that they did that act. So, for example, when I wipe up the spill with that small little towel on a big giant spill and inevitably there's no way out, it's going to start, it's going to squeeze and I'm going to be over squeezing a towel, a natural fibers um, on Shabbos and there's no way out. So then automatically we say that the person's kavana becomes like automatic on the squeezing, even though they did not have a mind the squeezing. Okay, there's a lot more to talk about, obviously, and we're going to go fight the next year. Thank you for listening. Cult of.